think of meditation practice, the first image that often comes to mind may be someone sitting silently on a cushion, just everybody does today. You might imagine needing to visit a sanctuary like the One Dharma Center to meditate. For one Buddhist practitioners, meditation isn't confined to designated times or places. Instead, it is something they can practice anytime and anywhere, regardless of the tasks at hand. This practice is known as timeless meditation, a unique and practical aspect of Master Su Tesan, the founding teacher of One Buddhism. This morning, I'd like to explore timeless meditation in terms of its essence and practical application. Timeless meditation was not created by Master Su Tesan. In the past, the concept was concept existed, but it indicates the ultimate state of a practitioner's journey when their practice had become fully matured enabling them to continuously sustain tranquility. They aimed to achieve this state of mind as a complete form of their practice. However, Master Sotesan's approach to this notion is different. To him, timeless meditation is not a goal to achieve, but rather a method to adopt. This way, the door to meditation practice broadens to anyone and everyone, regardless of the level of their practice. When the concept of timeless meditation is applied, it extends beyond just achieving mental tranquility. It involves cultivating wisdom and making mindful choices in our daily lives. In other words, Timeless meditation refers to the threefold practice, cultivating the spirit, inquiry into human affairs and universal principles, and mindful choice in action, threefold practice. This practice in one Buddhism serves as the main road toward embodying a Buddha's character. Thus, Timeless meditation includes all forms of meditation through daily activities, from eating to dishing washes, and from working outside to composing a report in an office. Let me guide you through the essence of timeless meditation and its application in life. To embody the essence of timeless meditation, it's important to understand two basic concepts. They are true voidness and marvelous existence. Firstly, let us contemplate true voidness. So what image comes to your mind when you think about true voidness? Perhaps the word voidness conjures images of the darkness of outer space. However, true voidness isn't just about nothingness. In fact, I pondered the concept of true voidness the other day as snow fell softly. I sat cozily inside 
observing a world blanket in snow outside. And it felt as though the, this snowy day, this magical snowy day, was perfect embodiment of true voidness. It is illuminate, I mean luminous and yet serene. Often true voidness is used interchangeably with emptiness, which is the popular subject in Buddhist teachings. The book Thunder Silence examines the concept of emptiness with this question of empty of what? It emphasizes the absence of inherent elements in all phenomena. This suggests that everything arises from causes and conditions devoid of intrinsic permanence. So here, the understanding of no self is important. Quantum physics present the universe as fluctuations of light, influencing our perception of it as a vast holographic structure. So what you're seeing, probably me and this the background right now is a hologram formed by fluctuating of light. I think it's quite fascinating. Within the realm of spirituality, awakening to our pure consciousness is significant as it illuminates this tangible world and opens us up to love. Whether it is pure consciousness, fluctuating light, or the concept of no-self, these slightly different viewpoints indicate the foundation for our physical and mental and spiritual beings. We can discern that the vessel of our existence transcends the limitation of our thinking minds. Every now and then, when I stand before mirror, I ponder what lies beyond this flesh and bones, beyond the concept of myself, and even beyond the energy that drives my thoughts and actions. I know that I am all of these. And at the same time, I am none of these. Let's think about what we can do with the aspect of true voidness. The Dharma of Timeless Meditation in the scriptures of One Buddhism says, if people intend to practice genuine son meditation, they first should take true voidness as the substance, substance. Externally, be unmoving like Mount Tai when in contact with myriad sensory conditions. It says, take true voidness as the substance. What does this mean? In simple terms, in, it entails being firmly grounded in your true nature. Your true nature remains steadfast while you engage in your daily activities. Therefore, by anchoring your mind in your true nature, you sustain a sustain an undistracted and an unattached mindset when confronted 
with sensory stimuli. With the solid foundation, we transform our everyday arising mind into an embracing mind. In a way, the everyday mind is akin to the surface of the ocean, fluctuating like waves stirred by the wind. Whereas the embracing mind is like the center, deep center of the ocean, or the eye of a hurricane. The center remains unmoved. As we go about our daily activities, whether at home or at work, we encounter a continuous stream of sensory stimuli. Our lives are typically experienced on the surface of the ocean, where waves are ever-present and constantly rippling. These stimuli may vary depending on our personal characteristics, tendencies, and temperament. At times, circumstances itself may simply not align with our mood, current mood, making us feel easily provoked. Here are some examples of how our everyday minds may permeate our days. Suppose you have small children and you need to drop them off at the daycare center on your way to work. You may have spent the morning negotiating, appeasing, and possibly raising your voice to your children. Or consider a Sunday morning with the teenagers at home. Mom needs to prepare to attend the Sunday meditation service. Yet one of the kids is fixated on a last minute assignment, refuses to follow their mom's instructions. When things happen, many times they unfold like a snowball rolling downhill. So how about the things that happen at the workplace? I'll speak from my own experience. So this happened during the retreat weekend a few weeks ago. Typically, things get busy when a retreat is underway. I was covering for Reverend Jiun's Reverend Ji-un, while she was in Korea, so tasks had doubled, some of which were unfamiliar to me. That day, the phone was ringing off the hook. Texts were coming in when random visitors just arrived looking for guidance. Earlier that morning, I was told that the retreat teacher was unhappy because a fire alarm went off during the night in our guest house, disturbing people's sleep. Certainly, I received a notice telling me that there are people at the front gate with two beagles apparently hunting on our property. Could you imagine how I practiced amidst these sensory conditions. What a day. <laughs> so think of one of your days when you found yourself in circumstances akin to a snowball rolling downhill, similar to the ones I described above. Timeless meditation guides us to maintain our undivided and unattached 
self-centeredness. But how? <laughs> Let's ponder this together. Firstly, recognize sensory conditions and take them as opportunity to practice. You know, there is famous one Buddhist saying. Do you know what that is? An opportunity for practice has arrived. <laughs> Have you heard this saying? No? Then this is your first time. Now you'll get to hear this phrase more often. <laughs> Secondly, remind yourself that you have the power to tap into your true nature. You have the power. Thirdly, contemplate your ironsang, ironsang mind, naturally complete and unbiased, and deeply embrace it within your heart. With this reminder, try not to favor your preferences of likes and dislikes. Lastly, be patient. Practice takes time. There is a story about a flag waving in the temple courtyard. The story goes like this. Upon observing a flag fluttering in the courtyard, two monks engaged in a debate. One monk says, the flag is flapping. This is flag. Another monk countered, no, it's the wind that's flapping. The third monk passing by remarked, it's your mind that's flapping. <laughs> do you know this story? It's quite famous too. So which character in this story do you relate to the most? Which one? First one, second one, third one. Third one? Yes, third one, that monk sounds, seems to be real Buddhist, right? In our day-to-day -day lives, thoughts come and go like a breeze in our mind. So it's important to take moments to pause and reflect, especially when facing trouble situations. So when you feel the wind stirring in your mind, ask yourself, am I judging this person solely by their words? Or am I placing blame on the difficult circumstances? Or perhaps is my mind inventing extra stories based on simple fact? We need to be able to pause at the gateway of our mind when it starts weaving its stories and lean toward our habitual tendency of picking and choosing. Through our contemplation and wise responses to difficult situations, we aim to recognize our unshakable center of our minds. Timeless meditation teaches us to become as immovable as the Catskill Mountains. <laughs> now let's explore what's meant by marvelous existence and how it relates to the function of our minds. The Dharma of Timeless Meditation says, 
If people intend to practice genuine sun meditation, they need to take marvelous existence as the function. Internally, keep the mind on solid, like empty space. Marvelous is a word we use to describe something that's incredibly awesome or astonishing. Nature is a great example because it's naturally marvelous. Spring will come soon and we'll get to see all sorts of greens popping up from the ground and trees. There are individual colors, shapes, and smells. They're marvelous. What about those curious-looking look, curious insects? I think they are phenomenal. In fact, I found a really interesting-looking one this morning in the bathroom. What else is amazing in the world? I believe the human mind and emotions are. Babies are the perfect example of expressive human emotions. They don't hide their emotions, how they feel, whether it's excitement, frustration, or anger. Isn't it incredible how quickly they change their minds? But when we consider the concept of marvelous existence in timeless meditation, it's different from how our mind spontaneously expresses itself. We might find it remarkable when anger arises in response to a sensory condition. Sometimes during the practice of mindfulness, we may need to acknowledge all sorts of minds and even give them name, names like angry Buddha, frustrating Buddha. However, as our practice deepens, we must seek a deeper understanding of how our true nature manifests through our minds. The phrase marvelous existence is used in this context where our ego-driven thoughts are emptied and a selfless mind, and even further, a compassionate mind emerges naturally. This is the true meaning of marvelous existence. Let me read the original text once again. It says, internally, internally keep the mind unsolid, like empty space. So do you think it is possible for our minds to be as clear as the empty sky. Let's think about this. Last week, we had some intense gusts of wind at the Wan Dharma Center. I recalled one night waking up to the dreadful sound of the wind, worrying whether the doors in this Dharma hall were securely closed. With such a strong wind, they could have easily blown open during the night if they weren't, they weren't tightly shut. There were a few occasions in the past when we discovered that one of the doors blew open during the night. Just like that, a strong wind can affect physical object in its path. 
We're all aware of how devastating tornadoes can be. But there is something the wind cannot blow away. So can you guess what that is? It's space itself. No matter what happens, empty space remains untouched. Similarly, our true nature, the backdrop of our mind, remains intact, despite the busyness of our minds in response to sensory stimuli. The sky of our true nature is as clear as the air after strong gusts. When the mind is rooted in true voidness, what, whatever emerges from that realm becomes a marvel in terms of how tranquil and how embracing it is. Remember when I am telling you about my busy tough day a few, few weeks ago when I had to deal with unexpected hunters, rabbit hunters, here at the One Dharma Center. By grounding in centeredness, I was able to comfortably converse with them and firmly guide them away from doing something prohibited on our property. So I talked with them about like 20 something minutes. As I navigate through challenging situations such as this, I am actively nurturing a mindset of selflessness. I consciously pause to refresh my mind and thoughts and align with my authentic nature. This way, I am grounded and open-minded, placing the greater good above my personal preferences or self-centered concerns. Timeless meditation is a way to bring mindfulness practice into our daily lives. We develop a mind that's steady and pure while fulfilling our daily responsibilities in life. But even though the practice of timeless meditation is fundamental to our practice, our understanding of it can lead to a pitfall. We might overlook the importance of practicing meditation at designated times and place, places. So as much as timeless meditation is essential, sitting meditation is critical for cultivating our spirit in depth. So let me conclude my talk with a reminder. For our mind to embody marvelous existence, it must be grounded in true voidness. In fact, True voidness and marvelous existence are not separate entity. They are merely different expressions of the same essence of our true nature. Timeless meditation is everyday living meditation. Through it, through it we bring mindfulness into every aspect of our lives, turning our existence into a continuous journey for our spiritual growth. Thank you.